0: Blog TALK
1: RADIO Hey, it's Dr. Craig, and I'm sorry that we're coming on a little bit late tonight. It seems that the uh, Mercury retrograde is actually playing tricks on us, and um, so we're here. So coming to you live from L.A., although we're one minute late, uh, this is the Inside Connection, and I'm Dr. Craig Martin, and we're going to be doing a uh, a live show um, uh, tonight about the Mercury retrograde, which, again, we we've been trying to um, muddle through the confusion of um, of of that. Yeah, I'm waiting for Christina to log on. And um, if Christina, if you, there you are. Perfect. Hi interesting show right (laughs) it's a very interesting start i mean it was funny that uh, just so the audience knows we weren't able to connect our microphones tonight we tried rebooting computers and rebooting the the system it's perfect it's it's perfect it's perfect for um for the retrograde show so let me compose myself and say welcome to the show christina martin Um, I'm certainly glad that we're able to actually make it happen.
0: I know me too. Yeah. I'm happy. We got it going. There you go. We, we straightened it out. That's the whole point of Mercury retrograde, right? It's straighten it all out, I guess.
1: Well, that's definitely a part of it is how do you take a confusing moment and go with the flow and figure out how to make it work for you? Yeah. That's a huge part of it. And, um, straightening it all out like a boat that's tilted sideways was the image that came to me, which is <laughs> sort of how it felt, right? It was like, what's happening? Why are we do this every week? Our technology yes. worked every week. And now all of a sudden it's not working. And it was the craziest experience. So, and then to come on the air um, a few minutes late, sorry about that folks so we do have a a mercury retrograde customarily it does create confusion with technology and technological devices it just went retrograde today and it's going to be retrograde until november 3rd election day so that will be good that it goes direct on election day and that we don't have the election during the retrograde but um but yeah there's a cause for some humor and cause for some alarm which is, of course, how all retrograde periods should be experienced. I mean, we, we're, we've been on for – we usually show up 15 minutes before airtime so that we can get mm-hmm. the technology worked out. And in 15 minutes, we couldn't figure it out. We still haven't. We're actually doing the phone tonight uh, – the show tonight from our phones. So, um, so it's we're, interesting. Not, we're not –
0: Yes, and we, I, we've been doing this show maybe, what, for six months, six months plus, and it's always been the same um, same computers, same microphones, same headphones, same all of that. So, you know, a wrench in the system, I guess. And I think it's kind of interesting, too, with Mercury in retrograde in Scorpio, because we got some, like, some fear there. We got some scared feelings. We got some, you know, like, intense <laughs> feelings with <laughs> As well. So. Uh, it's,
1: it, 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 it's interesting because um, it happens to be retrograde today right on my Neptune, which is somewhat confusion, you know, like it can produce certain levels of confusion, but it also produces an immersion into like the psychic realm. So sort of we still made it happen. We didn't give up. We didn't, mm. you know, abandon the show, which was nice. We just mm. have to understand that there is a greater fluidity. Um, to the Mercury retrograde period, and we need to be able to immerse ourselves in that. It's a water sign. Scorpio is a water sign, and Mercury uh, rules the mind. So, you know, when you have Mercury retrograde in a water sign, you have to allow your feelings to interface with your thinking, or there really isn't any way to get through it at all. You have to honor the feelings that come up right now um, anytime there's technological. Disturbance or travel breakdowns. disturbance or yeah. Yeah. breakdowns Exactly.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I think, um, I was just thinking about that earlier today about how, you know, it's the last Mercury retrograde of the year and, you know, being in Scorpio, Scorpio is really intense sign So intense, um, emotions. So, um, you know, it's maybe a good time to, um, revisit or um, explore the intensity of emotions. I mean, we have right now Mars retrograde and Mercury retrograde. So the action and the communication are both, you know, quote unquote, stalled. Um, So how are we going to wade through that at this time, you know, towards the end of the year?
1: Well, because it's about a review. It's about a review and Mercury will go back into Libra. So we have like a review of what we trust and what we should or shouldn't trust, which of course, politically, is goes on both sides of the spectrum, because um, there's a lot of trust on both sides. And then for us individually, it's about trust of individuals in our lives, lives. And as it goes back into Libra, it will be entirely more about the contracts that we have with those people. What have mm. we already navigated and established in a contractual relationship and um And what are those parameters and boundaries that we need to respect with each other? All of those things are going to be called into review in the next three weeks for us individually and collectively. And um, that's the Scorpio part. And then Mars is still retrograde in Aries, which is very powerful. And it's in the backdrop of the tension that we feel, the anxiety that we feel, the actions that we've seen that have been taken uh, in some ways the sort of hubris and ego of Mars in in Aries and having it be retrograde and reinforcing some of the machismo um that I think we're seeing in the world right now the mm. the very flagrant very it's a very flagrant macho attitude um Quite frankly, right the the masks are not necessary. the coronavirus is done. We don't really have to worry about it when they're busy thinking about relocking down France today because their ICUs have reached saturation and let's not forget Mercury's retrograde in Scorpio and Scorpio also rules death. So you know we're it's we are in a in an interesting time to say the least, the power yes. and the strength the power and the strength of the retrograde planets, I don't think they can be underestimated going into uh, the fall like we are with with the virus and with the election and with all of our interpersonal relationships as the, the waning daylight is affecting us all. And it's affecting us all in a way that it hasn't affected us for a hundred years because we've all been trapped inside already Largely we haven't been trapped inside like caged animals. We're we're allowed to go out, but we're not spending as much time outdoors as we might have, as we would have. And so we've already been in extended months of darkness, no pun intended. And mm-hmm. you know, literal, literal darkness, figurative darkness, and now it actually is about to really get dark. So <laughs> what you know yeah. that Mercury retrograde in Scorpio is a compounding of that because I think it can bring out sarcasm and bitterness. It, there's a positive side to it, but the negative side of it is a, a certain bitter revolt of the mind to the, the period that we're going through right now. A bitter revolt.
0: Yeah, I guess. Right. Cause of Scorpio. Of the, the mind. Of the mind. Mercury in
1: Scorpio. That's a little scary yeah, to think I mean, about. I, mean, I, I'm not, I don't know about your client base, but many in my client base are questioning their sanity. <laughs> say, yes. you know, like what what's going on? And, and, you know, how is the stress and the tension, the prolonged stress and tension of this time affecting us on a mental level? And there are some people who are doing a really good job of it, you know, retreating off for self-reflection or taking time for themselves, taking days off. I've heard people say that. And, but, but by and large, there's a feeling of uh, what's happening this year and, and, and am I losing it? You know, I mean, yeah. I don't necessarily feel that way right now, but I know that I definitely did in April, you know, sure. in April there was that feeling of, you know, how, because we don't have control.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. That and I think um I mean I, I feel like I'm I'm starting to feel it now a little bit because I, I'm still stuck in the it was gonna, you know, end ish by end of spring, summertime and we really don't see an end. So uh we're still here and um we were the, all gonna go
1: on vacation. We were all gonna go on vacation yeah, to England, yes, right? My
0: August yeah, trip to Hawaii, that, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That all canceled. that all went belly up.
0: <laughs> right. So there's that bitter revolt of the mind. There you go, right there. I wanna go on vacation. Why can't I go?
1: Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. What what are and and what else has been lost and sacrificed? That's also scorpionic. You know, what else has been lost? What else have we had to let go of? And now, we're we're in a we're in a time period where the energy around us is inflamed. It's inflamed with with these retrogrades. They're both very strong. You have to understand, Aries and Scorpio are both the old rulerships of Mars, and both yeah. both sign both of these retrograde planets are in Mars-ruled signs. Scorpio's not an easy energy to contain. And how that plays out, I mean, it doesn't aspect Donald Trump's chart very well because he's got Leo in his chart, so Scorpio's not so good for that. Mm. It's a little bit better for Biden because Biden is a Scorpio, but it could also cause him to maybe make a gaffe or something that he doesn't really need to do right now. So, you know, there's there's tension all the way around. It can only be described as a kind of tense, brooding <clears throat> energy that sees a lot of darkness, wants a lot of light, doesn't really know how to transmute it or get there, doesn't really know how it. to... Right, control. Right, control the, the 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 narrative so that it can be brought back to the light. I really enjoyed last week's show. How about that? Shout out to Catherine Stern. That oh, when we we'll talk lovely. about. We talked about the air signs and how air can bring us together and air can drive us apart because of the collective experience of language, whether it's in words verbally or written, and the way in which we can. Right. I I really enjoyed that. I thought about that all week, about the power of air to navigate the necessary dialogues and negotiations that can help us to overcome these rifts. These rifts that we need to come together. We need to come together in order to be able to survive it. (laughs) The the changes in the planet.
0: Yeah, I I I like um. I mean Scorpio does Scorpio, uh, Mercury in Scorpio is an interesting concept because to me that does speak to a little bit of healing. You know the water signs are um, all have that. um, uh, empathetic or, you know, um, just just a, uh, a connection to emotions um, more so than other signs or elements. And so with that, through Mercury, like people with, in particular, Mercury in Scorpio are very, you know, insightful and intuitive. And um, I would think even the ability to speak what um, those feelings are, even if they're dark feelings, they're shadowy, they're scary, um, you know, all of that being able to bring that to the forefront and have a connection with somebody through words is really the, the beautiful part of this Mercury and Scorpio.
1: So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very deep thinking um, darker way of looking at the world and communicating
0: with the mm-hmm. world
1: We're kind of like looking at some of the more You know private people That we see who have um, Mercury and Scorpio Like Jodie Foster, Julia Roberts Demi Moore All really private Very private women Winona Ryder, yes. Hathaway, like and Hathaway Tilda Swinton Right, Miley Cyrus Tilda Swinton for sure right, Kim Bassinger, like Juliana Moore They're all very intense very um sort Mm. of brooding brooding not easy to get to know people who Mm. you would say are a little hard to get to know but that they can kind of look right through you they have an intensity that right even 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 like the sweet anne hathaway
0: (laughs) who can play the
1: you know right princess diaries right. Julie Andrews is the same type, right. Of actress. Yeah. Um, where, where it's always sort of leaning towards the good. And, um, and yet there's still in the underneath something very intense and, and very, um, pointed. It's not, it's not a Mm. sort of lightweight kind of energy. It's not, it's a very intense energy. Tara, um, Kyra Banks is also here with Mercury in uh, in Scorpio, and she's very mm. intense. Yeah. Yes. So I like I like the Mercury and Scorpio energy. I actually have Mercury and Scorpio in my chart, and oh. um, I think it I think it does. Um, yeah, my son has Mercury and Scorpio also uh, at zero degrees. It was nice. Uh, right uh and born the day that it changed mercury into scorpio which i thought was lovely not that there's anything Mm. wrong with mercury and libra i think that's also a really good placement for mercury where you have you know a balanced mind but the investigative observant deep capacity to kind of like probe into the depths of a of a problem and find a solution is very mercury and scorpio energy and it's good it's good it's um it's something that I think we definitely need. So, how is this collective Mercury and Scorpio affecting all of us, no matter what sign um, we are? I think, first of all, if we're an air, if we're a water sign or a, um, an earth sign, it's probably affecting us more easily. Um, Mercury retrograde in Scorpio is going to make better aspects if you have a lot of planets in earth or if you have a lot of planets in, in water as opposed to the fire and the air signs that may be more confused by it or more disrupted, um, they, depending upon obviously the other things that are in your chart, um, that being, being forced to go that deep into communication, like Mercury retrograde in Scorpio is some heavy conversation, heavy yeah. conversations with people about heavy topics and yes. Aaron fired, you know don't have a tendency to want to go there as readily
0: yeah uh yeah don't want to go there and have better things to do apparently so i totally agree with that yeah i, I say better with air quotes um better to them um yeah i i think it's brilliant that water and earth signs um interact with that um that there is a certain heaviness uh, to Um, well to Scorpio certainly and to water signs and earth signs in general to be able to just get into touch with that so I feel like you know um, it's like staring at like a couple in a cafe or something and and being able to pick out what exactly the underlying exchange is like what's who's who's got the power and you know just even from far away it's that intuitive um, ability to see
1: Mer- you're you're hitting that right on the head. I think there's this idea that Mercury and Scorpio can put thoughts into other people's heads too. Ooh, like they can they can they can think it, and the other person will think it because they want them to. Oh God! And so that's on. Yeah, well, you know, water Manipulative is water. words.
0: Yes, yes. Water
1: is water. What water soaks in. The very nature of fire is that. It, it burns up, so the direction of fire is upward, the direction of air is side to side, the earth uh-huh. is the solid thing that you're standing on, and the water soaks in, uh-huh. so the the being around a water sign, it it permeates, not only can the water signs permeate and then have a feel, you know, feel a feeling of, what it is that someone else is going through emotionally, which is why they make good therapists and counselors. And water is good if you want to be an intuitive person. In your chart, it's good to have water. But they also can take their feelings. If you spend a lot of time around a watery person, it's very hard to not be impacted by the large emotional energy that they embody.
0: Mm, Wow, I didn't even think about that. It goes both ways, really. That water flow, even if you're somewhat of a closed off person. Somebody who walks into the room and is like largely moody and broody and a dark cloud over there, you know, dark cloud walking in, you're you're gonna feel it. I would think Yeah,
1: affects the whole party. Well we yes. do. We do. I mean people are repelled by it, but if it's somebody that's in your immediate environment
0: mm-hmm. it gets
1: mean, very hard to be with a complainer. Yeah, you know it's very hard. It's very hard to have a good, long-standing relationship with a complainer because they drive you crazy. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. That like the the heaviness of it just brings you down, and it's not even anything that is really has anything to do with you.
1: Correct. I um. I was thinking about how the journey does take us back through um, Libra. So there's something that we should also focus on about Libra energy, even though we, we could discuss it in a future show. But in the totality of this retrograde, we're going back from Scorpio back into Libra. And it's the reverse, really, of the way in which those signs are laid out. First, we establish the contract Right. Then we experience the emotional nature of the contract and then we move on from there. And I think in terms of the election, it's it's an amazing retrograde because the the fact that we're going back from Scorpio back into Libra for Election Day says to me, we established a contract. We experienced the emotional reality of that contract and what it is. And now we're going to go back to Libra to renegotiate the contract, Mm. to renegotiate what that contract was. So if we made it, it, to me, it would be another sign that there's going to be a big change in politics because the general emotional content of the previous agreement is we don't really like it. We don't really like what we, had. so now we're going to go back to Libra and we're going to renegotiate. And this applies to everybody on a personal level as well. Mm-hmm. This journey from Libra into Scorpio and back into Libra is going to be a test for all of us of how well do we re-navigate, um, relitigate the relationships in our lives and reestablish boundaries with everybody, which is an air sign thing to do when Mercury goes back into Libra. Do you happen to have that date, Christina? I I have Mercury it right here. But I have that right here also. Check. So yeah, no, it's funny because the because all of the computer hookups to blog talk radio went 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 belly up. I didn't have all my reference books out and in, in like really looks, good order. It's definitely before Halloween. Like the, yeah.
0: 29th, maybe 28th. Yeah,
1: exactly. 28th, I think. So yeah. Mercury's going back of into October. Libra two October. weeks. So it's two weeks in in Scorpio and then one week in Libra, then it goes direct and it'll have more days in Libra and then it will go back into Scorpio again for a full ride through there. So this little taste in the first 10 degrees of Scorpio has been, well, how do you feel about all of the different things that you've been agreeing to, right? Some people feel okay about it. We're going to see as we go deeper into this, how does the public feel about, um, reemerging restrictions, uh, you know whether well we oh. see it happening in Europe, but you know the United States is only a month behind Europe, so sure. we're going to be in the situation that Europe is in about one more month from now, as far as hospitalizations and dealing with the burgeoning, um, you know, needs of the the sick, the people who are sick with this respiratory illness, and um, and so how do we feel about all of that? And then what are the rene- renegotiations that we need to be able to do? Because there's certainly been a lot of pushback in Europe. There's been a lot of pushback uh, in Europe about, you know, up, um, it well, people who feel like, you know, you don't, we don't ruin the, co- the economy for this number of people. Like, mm. you know, and, and there are people who feel that way, even though the global number for herd immunity it's like 80 million people. It's a minimum of 80 million people dead from the coronavirus. If the entire population of the earth were to get it and we were just allow, we would just allow it to like, you know, kill 1%. Kill, go its course. Yeah. Right. Go its course. Wow. Uh, there are people who feel, I know it's a big number when you think about it, but there are a yeah. lot of people who feel like whatever that number is acceptable.
0: Right. And so those people, that contract that they signed, you know, it was a contract to sign saying, I'm going to quarantine. I'm going to keep myself safe, others safe. I'll wear masks for a little while. I'll stay inside, not go to populated areas. And now that that, um, contract has been set, their feelings on it have been lax their feelings about the whole issue of staying quarantined and staying inside, um, different feeling than what maybe they thought it was or certainly what I thought it was. So uh, totally makes sense that we're going to be going back to the contract, back to um, the details of it all. Now that we've kind of experienced the quarantine and everybody getting sick and life as we know it at home.
1: um, What's up? Exactly. What
0: do we revise?
1: Exactly. Yeah, no, I don't think that figure is actually really that off since we were looking here at the fact that the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic killed more than 50 million people and the population was hugely less, hugely less at the time, you know, and it killed 50 million people because the death rate was much higher than the coronavirus, which Mm. is still now they're estimating at around 1%, but there's 8 billion people so that's a minimum of 80 million people dead for like wow. total and people don't really say that nobody really says that but that's really how few people have gotten it That's yes. how few people right. have gotten it and if we had and if we hadn't put the masks on and we hadn't quarantined in april it would have it would have torn through society just like this flu did 100 100- just like this flu did a 100 years ago. So mm-hmm. thankfully, we've had some of the sense to be able to protect each other from it on a, on a large scale, um, mm-hmm. which, of course, they didn't have that in 1918. There wasn't the kind of, you know, social media interface technology. News didn't travel as fast. So it wasn't like right. if something like this popped up in Europe or China that it was, you know, it it just went around the globe very quickly, and people didn't communicate about what they were seeing until it was too late. So we did have that that sort of advanced notice. That, I think, is part of this uh, this Mercury in Scorpio, right, this retrograde Mercury in Scorpio. What I read about, um, what I read about, what's happening in France and the lockdowns that are happening there. So the advice I think for this retrograde period is of course, always travel the least amount that you can don't sign any documents. It's a terrible time to buy a car. It's a terrible time to buy a house. Um, and sign the papers. You can go looking, but don't make a closing on a car or a computer or a new phone until after, no- until after the November the 3rd. And on a personal level, Expect some intimate conversations, expect some heavy conversations and embrace them and know that they're leading you to a renegotiation of the important relationships in your life. Um, With that, I'm going to say goodnight. My name is Dr. Craig Martin. Sorry we showed up late again for the show. Um, It was a very humorous uh, moment for us as we were scrambling (laughs) to figure out how to get live onto the air. (laughs) And uh, we'll be here next Wednesday, and happy to talk to you then, Christina Martin. Always good to have you here.
0: Have a wonderful night, everyone.
1: See you next Wednesday. Bye-bye.